Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330-118-0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation. And let them know Football in Berkshire sent you. Glad you got that bit of admin in as the record started. So. <laughs> yes, well, I'll probably. If anybody's listened to the end of the podcast recently, I have been putting Abby's most embarrassing moments at the start of the podcast right at the end, just for everybody. The last two weeks, there's a lovely, actually, I've not a lovely, to it. Oh. There's a lovely couple of Abby moments. So Uh-oh. I haven't listened to the last one. Great. Okay. Cool. Can't Fantastic. wait. Fantastic. Well, it seems we've started anyway, so uh, we should probably <laughs> welcome any listeners to the pod. So hello and welcome to the uh, Football in Berkshire chat podcast, uh, Berkshire Football Stories chat podcast, indeed. Uh, we're going to be talking about all the things uh, Berkshire Football Stories, the teams at the top of the league who have started the season well and some perhaps who have not started quite so well as well. But before that, I should introduce who I'm speaking with. So I'm Rob Davis, your host, and with me, as always, is Tom Canning. Hello. And Abby Tyshurst. Hello. Uh, how are we going, guys? How has your week been? Abby, it's your first week, uh, well, it's not your first week as an employee of Ascot, but the first <laughs> week as they uh, have started their season. So going to competitive games for the first time as an employee. How's it been? It's been a good one. Two games, six points. Can't can't complain, can I, really? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. All good, all good. It's been very exciting to be involved. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no complaints from me. <laughs> You've been to both, you were at both of the games, of course. I was, yes, absolutely. So you that started away at um, uh, Windsor and had a uh, pretty good win there. Yeah, um, solid win, absolutely. In that scorching heat as well. I mean, I was standing in the shade and I was melting. So props to them for smashing out a night minutes. And yeah, so that's five one win there against Windsor. It's always exciting as well because obviously it's a big derby game. So the fact that we opened the season, the derby game was great. So yeah, just looking forward to the return fixture of that. And then yeah, then we hosted North Greenford at the race course last night and uh, snatched a two one win. I think is probably the word to use there. Um, we went in nil-nil at half-time. Um, it was super competitive as well, back and forth between both sides. And then, yeah, um, I got absolutely... I mean, you've ribbed me this morning already, and I got some grief from Keaton last night as well because he actually got the cross, not Ollie, <laughs> um, for Harry Laughlin's goal. So I've done all of the, like, sucking up. I was like, correction, I've, like, bigged him up onto it as well. So I'm hopefully back in Keaton's good books. Um, okay. But yeah, he did also get the, the second goal as well. So uh, yeah, man of the match performance. It sounds like it was indeed. It was indeed. He did in that indeed get player of the match. So yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a good week for us so far. Definitely. 
Fantastic. Uh, you mentioned about the heat on Saturday. Didn't you have a, a bit of an unusual event in terms of the officiating as well? Yeah. Shout out to Dave Thompson, who is uh, one of our coaches um, at Ascot. He ended up having to run the line um, in the second half because our poor lineswoman ended up with heat stroke. So um, it was either avoid the match or can we find someone? And luckily, Dave is actually a qualified, like he has got qualifications as well. He's not just like, we've not just plucked him out from, from the spectators. So um, yeah, we had to, had to think about that one sharpish. I think this is where we were at cross purposes when we were chatting about this last <laughs> night in our, in our big group. I was just really offended, I'll be honest, Tom. <laughs> Well, no, because so in in junior football or or uh, yeah, certainly certainly junior football, any old mug, can, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll they'll ask around for a mum for a mum or a dad. But I I was sort of my my I was alluding to the fact that you do it need in in the senior senior levels you do at least need to have a um have a have a qualify qualification. Whereas yes. Sunday league, I can do it. <laughs> Yes, Dave is qualified. Also, like, what junior matches do you think I'm going to watch? <laughs> well, I don't. Like, who would I possibly be, be watching? I don't have. It might kids. be part of your role. It might be, uh, you know, part, <laughs> part of your new role as, uh, you know, at Ascot. No, it was definitely, definitely <laughs> combined counties, Ascot versus Windsor. So, and yes, I would like to, just, yeah, just quite like clarify, Dave does have a qualification, so we didn't just pluck him out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> Very good indeed. And then, uh, uh, general, how are you finding match days as a uh, as an employee rather than a spectator or a fan? <laughs> no, it's really fun. I'm actually really enjoying it. It's good fun. The only thing is, is that I can't get a pint at half time, but <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> you make up for it full time, I'm sure. Tom's got his finger up. <laughs> Tom's got his finger up, like he wants to say something. We've so, got, yeah. got, got a man in the green room, guys. Oh, we've oh, got a man in the green room. Too. So yeah, maybe we'll uh, curtail the Ascot chat. Uh, uh, for, <laughs> I mean, for now. But they're uh, yeah. And Tom, we won't yeah. ask you how you are. Don't care. No, that's exactly. Fine. Yeah, no, we, no one cares. we haven't got no we haven't got your preamble, and we haven't got the Ascot chat. But Ascot are second <laughs> in the league at the moment, two wins from two. But joining us now, uh, if we don't mind a crunching gear change, is uh, Dan uh, Wakeley. How are you doing, Dan? Yeah, very well, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good. Thanks. Uh, uh, nice to hear from you. So, Dan, um, you're the I'm right in saying the secretary at Tadley Kaliva. Uh, no, I'm on. I'm on the committee, but not the secretary. No. Ah. Okay. <laughs> not so yet, commi- anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, you get there at some point if you stick around long enough. <laughs> very good. So, uh, yeah, you uh, very kindly um, said you'd uh, come and, and join us and talk Absolutely, a bit yeah. about the uh, Tadley start of the season. You uh, perhaps a little bit of a slow start uh, uh, before last night. We're recording on Wednesday for our listeners here. So, uh, yeah, why don't you talk us through your start of the season? Yeah. So, I mean, we. Well, on paper, we had a very good pre-season. Um, picking up, uh, well, we lost one game in pre-season, one drawn and then won the rest. So, uh, before the FA Cup game, we were quite confident going into that. Again, on paper, um, win counting in, in step six. So, you've got to say we were favourites on paper. But it didn't end that way. We got we shipped six goals, three very early. and I mean, the game was over by then. Coming on to the, the league game on Saturday, just gone. Uh, again, similar story, five goals conceded. So going into last night, it, there was a bit of concern about whether we could hold out if we were solid defensively. Um, and then we went 2-0 down. So <laughs> <laughs> it, it, we all thought it was going to be another long, long evening. But I mean, the last 15 minutes was just a bit, well, I want to say organised chaos. 
Uh, it was a bit of a chaotic final 15 minutes. We scored from a goal out of nowhere, really. Uh, a great finish into the top corner. Three minutes later, we uh, won the ball again. We managed to get into the penalty box and uh, our, our forward was taken down. Got a penalty, made it 2-0. And then literally with the final kick of the game, uh, the ball broke through, took around the keeper and, and put it in for a last-minute winner. So the game completely turned on its head in the last 15 and we managed to pick up our first points of the season, which was obviously brilliant. So we actually had a good crowd last night of uh, 109, which is a massive improvement on our on our average from last season. So hopefully that continues. Very good indeed. I hear you were also um, uh, having to keep the manager updated due to an incident in earlier in the game. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Farnham's second goal yesterday was a bit contentious. We thought the keeper had the ball in his hand and got got tackled, uh, got a bit heated on the sideline. Manager was sent off, so he was down by the bar on his phone communicating with the assistant manager. And yeah, the substitutions were made um, and the game turned on his head, so... It might might be a bonus for a few games and not being on the touchline. We'll, we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> might make you give you another job to do on match days, I guess. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, Tadley being shifted over from the uh, combined counties north to the combined counties south this season. Um, yeah. Well, last season was your first in the combined counties north, having coming over, come over from the Wessex divisions. Um, how how have the different divisions been for Tadley? I mean, um, how do you, how are you finding the combined counties in general? And then, what are your early experiences of the uh, combined counties south? I mean, yes, it's it's the third league in three in three seasons for us, so mm. it's it's been changed year on year. Um, the main difference I, I can see personally is the combined counties north and south are a lot more physical um, compared to the Wessex, where I feel the Wessex is a lot more technical in terms of play and the style of play from teams. Um, I personally enjoy the combined counties more from that side of the game. I prefer the teams we're playing feel, they just have that, that, that more professional feel about them. I'm not sure how the Wessex teams would take that, but if you look at the likes of, you've got Guildford, obviously Ascot, um, Teams like that, Fleet, who used to be used to be quite big player at a high level. So, yeah, I much prefer the combined counties. Comparing north and south, I can't say massively at the moment. Uh, the north, obviously, as we went into it last season, it was a big shift in terms of the physicality um, compared to the technical of, of the Wessex. So, I mean, after after last night, I'm much preferring the south. <laughs> that little bubble of uh, getting the last minute winner, but. Yeah, I suppose just going to have to see how the next few games go. The next five games will tell a lot um, in comparison to the leagues. And obviously, an added bonus of Jersey being in the combined county south. So, we, we all get a nice little away day there. Very nice. Yeah, we're all looking forward looking to forward when to that, that fixture comes out. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, looking uh, hopefully a late summer holiday or an early summer one <laughs> next year. Go on, or Tom. a nice winter break in the rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is Dan, probably just what it's before be. you... Dan, just before you run off, I know you've got to go back to work. Um, you are covering the Allied Counties for us this season. Um, I am. Yeah. What are you working on at the moment? So, at the moment, I've been looking to speak to, well, I've, I've spoken to a few managers pre-season, just seeing how their how their plans are, plans are developing and how their pre-season is going. Um, what, I, what I am working on currently is a season preview, especially for the Berkshire-based sides in the Allied Counties. 
So again, trying to get back at those managers um, and and some more, I guess, just to, just to speak to them in terms of how they think the season's going to progress. Um, have a little background about them, the club, how they're setting up this season. Um, yeah, and just go from there. So season preview coming up, and then the FA Cup, the L, the FA Youth Cup has started this week actually with a few ally counties from outside the Berkshire region um, playing this week. Um, so I'll be looking at that as well when the Berkshire base sides do come into that. Um, and then from there, match reports and updating uh, the results and bits and pieces like that going on through the season. So, yeah, I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to get going on that. Looking forward to watching a few youth teams and see how they develop. Hopefully get some players going through into the senior sides um, as the season goes on. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting for me. It's, it's something I've not done before. So looking forward to it. Very good. And uh, yeah, before you go, Dan, uh, Tadley, obviously, in the as we mentioned, the combined counties uh, south, so step five this year. What do you think we can expect from Tadley? Uh, what before the season in our WhatsApp group, you were quite hopeful. <laughs> is it is that still the case, or is that uh, what what are you hoping for? If you'd uh, asked this, this question the same time yesterday, I would say I would be very nervous about uh, the, the way the season was going, um, but. I mean, hopefully yesterday we'll, we'll show the desire that we do have. We, we could have rolled over again yesterday and, and just take another defeat. But I think if we carry on now, if we get a few more good results, I mean, anything's possible this early in the season. So I, I'd, I'd, take a, I'd take a mid-table, really, establish ourselves within the league, go, go again, just keep improving. <clears throat> oh, have we lost him? I think we may have done. <laughs> I think we might have lost Dan. Uh, very sadly, uh, um, yeah, he's been uh, cut off there. But uh, uh, unfortunately, well, still nice to hear from him and uh, get a bit of insight into uh, Tadley and how they're going this season. And uh, yeah, I think he was quite quite happy with the last minute uh, victory last night, judging by the text on our WhatsApp group. <laughs> yeah, there are certainly... Um, Different different emotions in our WhatsApp group last night. Some uh, quite happy, some myself, should we say, less so. But, uh, crap what so, happened, uh, Rob? Tell us. Story oh, time. I was going to say, I'll, 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 I'll wait for later to tell you that, but why not? I went to the uh, Hungerford game last night and uh, my emotions weren't so much a, um, a reflection on the quality of the game, although it was a nil-nil. But uh, on my journey over there, they, uh, they shut the M. 25 they're playing at um, St Albans and the M25 was shut due to an accident so I spent a long time sat on the M25 not moving anywhere and by the time I got there there was no parking anywhere near the ground so I had to drive around for ages to try and find a parking space Uh, and then uh, by the time I got in it was midway through the first half Uh, didn't see any goals um, saw quite a good rearguard uh, defensive display by Hungerford. They really uh, they were under the cosh a lot and uh, um, were quite impressive in defence. Uh, although, uh, yeah, as we say, the game finished nil nil, and then I had a long walk back to my car in the rain. So, uh, not ideal, not the best away day in t- uh, supporter experience, shall I say? But uh, you get those sometimes, don't you? So it's all part of being a non-league football fan. <laughs> Should have gone to Ascot or Tadley, shouldn't you? Should have gone to Ascot or Tadley. <laughs> or many the other. Or even Maidenhead. In fact, yeah, even Maidenhead, who we seem to be having quite a um, 
uh, a nice little run in the um, in the National League so far, having played um, Scunthorpe and beaten them at the weekend, 3-2. Uh, they backed that up with a 2-0 victory over Altrincham uh, last night. Uh, two home games, two victories, and yeah. Tom, you seem to have uh, coined the verb uh, uh, <laughs> uh, describing a certain type of performance uh, with teams like uh, from teams like Maidenhead. Yeah, it's uh, it's a Devonshire. They've been <laughs> be Devonshired, um, and so a a Devonshire is um, essentially it is. There's there's three there's three strands to a quintessential Devonshiring. Um, and I will tell you what those are. <laughs> uh, no, there's, 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 there's kind of three strands to it. Um, you have to be an ex-football league club. Um, I think that between... You'll hear from Neil Maskell in a minute. But I think um, a team such as uh, Dagenham and Regbridge do count. Um, so there could be another Devonshiring this weekend. Um, but yes, an ex-football, an ex-football league club, colloquially known as a belt club. Um <laughs> Second thing is there must be complaints about the York Road pitch on social media before the match, um, particularly mentions of the slope or it's a cow field or something like that. Clearly, these lads have never played on a cow field. Um, uh, And bonus points there for use of the word tin pot somewhere in that. Um, and then the third, the third, the third thing for, and I think the first two, the first two are a basic Devonshiring, a quintessential jet Devonshiring, um, will uh, allow Maidenhead to be several goals up or a goal up. Your team brings a couple of goals back, gets close. You think, oh, we could be, we're almost there. And then Dev, Dev just as the last laugh, Maidenhead win, um, and and we did have that on Saturday. Maidenhead three 0 up. Scunthorpe got two back. Oh, we could, we could. No, you won't. And I think I think they did the same to uh, Wrexham last season. Um, it, it's happened a couple of times, and we do. There is a bingo card as well, but I'll I'll let people go to the website and uh, we'll just type in Devonshire verb into Google, and you'll find the uh, the the piece. But uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I, th- I think that's a quintessential Devonshireing. We are working on t-shirts. <laughs> Absolutely, made Ned's record against the ex-non-league teams, especially ones that sort of. Recently, been in the um, division is actually very good, and uh, uh, at the weekends they probably would have um, feared the worst, having uh, having lost their opening game um, against Notts County, who are expected to be right up there this season. Scunthorpe won their opening game, and coming to York Road, perhaps uh, having been relegated last season from League Two, would have expected to uh, roll over uh, Maidenhead, uh, but they were in for a rude awakening, and uh, yeah. 3-2 victory there, backed up, as we said, by uh, the 2-0 win on Tuesday night against Altrincham. And Maidenhead now sitting, early days of course, but sitting fifth in the division. So uh, um, ahead of most of those uh, belt clubs. Uh, but yeah, very nice start to the season for Maidenhead so far. <laughs> right, who should we move on to now? Bracknell? Why not? Bracknell, indeed. Talking of teams who've had a very nice start to the season. Uh, Bracknell have started life in step three, uh, well, swimmingly. They more or less uh, picked up where they left off. They are, uh, they had seven points from the their first three games, were briefly top of the table on uh, Monday night. I believe they've been overtaken now, but uh, looked like they've taken to step three, um, yeah, like a duck to water. Uh, where do you want to play the... Uh, uh, the interview with Neil. 
Uh, we just do it? I can do it now. We can do well, it. No, uh, so Neil was at the game on uh, Monday night when uh, Bracknell won four-one against Haribur, and uh, yeah, this is what he had to say. Neil, you have just joined us very quickly. Um, you can't join us on the podcast live, unfortunately, uh, because you are busy working. But you were at Bracknell on Monday night, and you were hugely impressed. Tell us about it. Yeah, they were excellent, Tom. Uh, if I'm honest, it's the first time I've seen them for a couple of years. Uh, I saw their game um, two years ago, I think it was, against Havant in the FA Trophy. Um, they were excellent in that game against a team two divisions higher at the time. They had a player sent off that evening. What I was pleasantly surprised by was the intensity, Tom, of Bracknell. Um, the, I see uh, a team go 3-1 up and expect to slow the game down. Not a bit of it. They're still pouring forward. Um, they were relentless the whole game. Uh, they had a little setback when um, they scored within two minutes, which kind of sums up the intensity. Um, Harrow equalised with a, a very good goal that caught uh, uh, Bracknell by surprise really a um, matter of minutes later but they were just um, on it the whole game and uh, if ever a team was a reflection of their manager it's Bracknell as Bobby was uh, was urging instructions from the touchline and it was a really first first visit for me to um, to, the, to the ground over at Sandhurst I've been to Largest Lane many times and uh, the setup there's a real buzz about the place nearly 400 in if ever a club is geared up for, I don't want to jinx them early in the season. Ever a club is geared up for a good season, it's Bracknell, hundred percent. Um, obviously, we we know a lot about Seb Bowman. Um, we've seen him come up through the leagues, but but he, he impressed you on on Monday night. But someone else really caught your eye. Yeah, uh, George Knight in the middle of the park. I thought was unbelievable. He was uh, he was everywhere. Um, Really impressive player, kind of player I like, keeps it nice and tidy, doesn't waste a pass, happy to get a tackle in, uh, did his own little bit of refereeing as well. He's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was really impressive. First time I think I've seen him, don't know much about his uh, his history. Um, I was at the, the, the Maiden game on Tuesday night and um, one of our supporters was asking me about Bracknell. And um, Bowman in particular, but I said it was Knight who really impressed me. Um, he looks a really key player in that team. Excellent. Just talking of Maidenhead, um, obviously they administer fir- administered a firm Devon shearing on uh, on Saturday. Do you, you do you think something similar on Saturday? Do Dagenham and Redbridge count as an ex-league club? They certainly do. Um, they were a League One team when they got yes, as far as League One before coming back down. Um, perhaps not the most obvious uh, um, one you'd think of. They, um, they've started the season slowly, but it's a ground we don't have a great record at. So, look, I'm going to do my usual defensive position, I think. And when full-time whistle went against Altrincham, I said that gives us a free hit for Saturday. Dev won't see it like that. And we'll probably tell me off for being negative, but it does give us a bit of a free hit against a team with a healthy budget. Um, so they will be good and they will come to life at some stage. Their front two are ridiculous. Um, Marais and McCallum always cause us problems. So there's some Magoian confidence, clean sheet and two wins. So what more can you ask for? Obviously, as relegation certainties this season, um, being fifth must be pretty pleasing at the moment. Obviously, three games in. Yes, 
uh, stop the count, I think, was a uh, was a comment on Twitter last night. Well, listen, it just goes to show how quickly it changes, doesn't it? You know, 10 days ago, we lost at Notts County. We we came third, I think, that day. We were so far behind um, behind them on the evening, on the afternoon, rather. Um, they are going to be a top side. They're going to be in the top five at the end of the season. We realistically aren't. So to come back and win those two home games, I've been doing a bit of number crunching. I think that's the first time that we've won uh, both first two home games of a National League season. And that's got to be our bread and butter, Tom. We only won three on the road last year. Um, so um, we've, we've got to win those home games or, or pick up points where we can. So clean sheets help too. Brilliant, mate. Get back to work. I will have to, I'm afraid. I look forward to listening to the pod. See you later. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. The ever-insightful Neil Maskell there. Um, certainly enjoying himself at uh, uh, going to see the other uh, grounds and with Maidenhead's good start to the season. Uh, what can we, uh, going back to Bracknell, what can we realistically expect from them this season? Go on, Tom. I mean, the way the way they've started, um, you know, they've, they've played Western, they've played Merthyr, uh, they've played uh, Harrowbury, you know, all established higher level teams. So um, I, I think at this very early stage, if they don't finish in the playoffs, at least they'll be disappointed. Yeah, I think uh, that was always going to be their, their um, objectives. Uh, I mean, uh, like I say, I, I mentioned they uh, were top of the table. They're actually still top of the table, although uh, Truro and uh, I think one of the club have a game in hand. Uh, Truro and Swindon uh, Supermarine uh, have two from two and they haven't uh, played their third games. But the only team they've dropped points to, admittedly, in this early stage of the season is the team who are currently in second, Western Supermare. Um, I think they're going to be a handful for teams this season. Uh, and... They're certainly going to be uh, in and around the uh, promotion places. Whether they have it quite all their own way, uh, like they did last season, I think remains to be seen. They're, I think they'll probably be slightly concerned, or not concerned, but uh, their defence isn't quite as sturdy as it was last year, obviously. It was going to be always going to be tough to maintain that record, but uh, I think they'll be looking for a, a couple of clean sheets in their next few games to try and sort of uh, retain that uh, uh, defensive uh, solidity they had in the last season. But, uh, I mean, anyone sort of betting against them being right up there at the end of the season is is braver than me because they look good again, don't they? They do indeed. They do indeed. Absolutely. Okay, so before we start looking ahead to the uh, fixtures oh, at the um, uh, next weekend, uh, we've got uh, a few cup draws to mention so the bucks and barks women's senior cup and trophy have been drawn abby and uh why don't you talk us through the highlights of those uh those draws yes yeah, so i think obviously a little bit of bias here for me but uh ascot have drawn maidenhead at home so i think that should be a tasty tie indeed so um ascot are a southern region premier league side and premier league not well premier division and Maidenhead are our National League side, so um, yeah, I think that should be exciting. So it's going to be another Football in Berkshire derby, as it's uh, Abbey versus Maskell. Um, <laughs> so that should be a good one. Um, <clears throat> Woodley will host Long Crendon as well, and then our other Berkshire side is Reading, and they will play against uh, Milton United. Um, so I'm just trying to think who was the winner of that last season. I think it was 
Chesham, but I feel like I might have made that up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so some good ties. So that will be Sunday, the 18th of September. They are set to be played. Um, and then there's also the Women's Trophy as well. So that's our tiers, like seven teams. Are, so yeah, I should say that the Senior Cup is our tier five and six teams. And then the Trophy is our tier seven teams. Um, so quite a few of our teams have actually got buys into the next round because they had pretty good cup runs last season. Um, but there's a few uh, Berkshire sides who kick things off in the uh, first round. So um, Raysbury are in there. They're, they're at home. Uh, Cavisham AFC, Tatler United, uh, S4K. So they're all at home. Um, and then there's a few of our Berkshire sides. Um, one of those will be a Berkshire kind of derby sort of thing. So S4K play Burfield. Um, but yeah, other than that, lots of other um, of our Buckinghamshire clubs as well. Um, obviously, we are Bucks and Bucks. So, yeah, that will be also played on Sunday, the 18th of September. So, just a few cup games to look out for there. Lovely, lovely job. Um, okay, probably time to look forward to the uh, weekend. Now, we still don't have any uh, women's football. So, I want to come to you, Abby, and uh, let you talk us through the probably the. Uh, biggest game of the weekend from a Berkshire perspective uh it's the preliminary round of the FA Cup and yes. uh, we have an all Berkshire tie uh, it's Hollyport taking on Ascot uh why yes. did I let you uh, speak to that one uh so that is a repeat of last season's extra preliminary round tie um as Ascot played Hollyport in that so yeah I think it's going to be really exciting so it's at Hollyport so at Summerlees um should be good, I think. Obviously, both sides had had good extra preliminary round sides, and Hollyport making history, didn't they? M- making it through to the preliminary round. So, yeah, I think basically everyone should just be at Holly- Hollyport on Saturday because I think it's going to be a really exciting tie. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, t- I don't know. I don't want to, don't want to give too much away again. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to jinx it. But Hollyport have started um, reasonably well. They've uh, picked up two points from three games. It doesn't sound, you know too impressive but they've been very competitive in all the games they played last season they were sort of uh, cut adrift at one point and managed to fight their way back but they've played some decent sides and uh, have started to pick um, pick up points so you know pretty uh, pretty good start from Hollyport um, I'm sure Ascot won't be taking them lightly uh, but Ascot probably fav- uh, probably favorites for this one considering their start to life at uh, step five this season Yes, that's <laughs> yeah. all I'm going to say. <laughs> you don't want to jinx it there. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, other games, as you mentioned, it was Hollyport making history in the last round, winning their in the FA Cup for the first time, uh, uh, their ninth attempt. Um, they Yeah, their first ever uh, preliminary round uh, game in the FA Cup, so a, a big occasion for them there. Um, and Virginia Water, the exact same. They are. Uh, they won the uh, first time ever in the FA Cup and are through to the uh, preliminary round for the first time. This they uh, they had four previous attempts, so they will be facing Eastbourne Town. Uh, Reading City are away at Royal Wootton Bassett, who beat Windsor in the previous round, and Binfield come into the competition at this round, and they will be playing away at Kidlington. Uh, any of those take your fancy, Tom? Where would you be going if you? get to a game this weekend um the most likely thing is i'll be going to if if i can get to a game it'll be at tadley this weekend so not an fa cup Ooh. one but um i would be very curious to go and see reading city at the moment because um they they've started very well and mm-hmm. um simon johnson is always entertaining so 
uh, that's that's what I'd be doing. Yeah, I'm actually eyeing up the uh, uh, Wallingford versus Reading City game on Tuesday night. I think I might be popping along to that one. See Lovely. a couple of our sides uh, and see how they are getting on. Um, okay, so uh, who are Tadley playing this weekend then, Tom? Why don't you talk us through that one? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> um, well, they're playing I did, AFC I saw... Croydon Athletic at Barlow's yes, Park. So I did, uh, yeah. I did know that. I just saw that they were at home, and and I, I did my footballogy to to check what the closest game was, and uh, and that was it. I took no notice of who the opposition was whatsoever. <laughs> dear, oh dear. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. After that, uh, what do we uh, look at? Is there any other fixtures? Okay, you'll be going to Tadley. So, uh, what other <laughs> fixtures like, can we wrap this up? Need, uh, uh, take your fancy in, across all the divisions. Well, I, I think Barks County. Yes, good. Um, <laughs> I've tried. I've tried to message you on the internal StreamYard chat, the WhatsApp chat, because I'm going to have to go in a minute, so you might have to finish the podcast between you. But I need to do the technical bit for the Barks County fun thing that we were going to do. Okay, so Barks County are playing at home to Westside at uh, Binfield Football Club this weekend. Uh, Last season, they almost completed a pretty extraordinary stat where they scored uh, every number of goals between 1 and 10 in their games across the season, but they did miss out six goals. This season, they've already hit that number, and uh, you've done a little jingle to see if they can, uh, or a little gif here to uh, see if we could uh, hit every single number this season. Why don't you show what you've done, Tom? I just want to apologise to everybody at Barks County, um, but I think we'll try and carry this on through the season. Here we go. Three, I'm not apologising. I think this is fun. Three, <laughs> two, one. Oh, well, that worked well, didn't it? That didn't play. <laughs> oh, I put it. It's the wrong one. It's the wrong one. That's ruined it. Here we go. <laughs> There you go. That was it. So our count. This is a, a really good, you know, uh, for our podcast listeners who uh, will just hear a little jingle as your uh, yeah, your gift is, comes up do on they, the screen of your graphic. Do they win a speedboat if they get all ten. Yeah, like at the end of Bullseye. Like yes, they do. Speedboat. Yes. Yeah. Just just a little one. Just it's a little either, one. Either a speedboat or a, yeah, a couple of pints from Double Barrel. I'm not sure. Uh, which, yeah, which, well whichever the budget stress, uh, stretches to. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, before you get out of here, Tom, is there anything else you want to uh, uh, plug or uh, are you going to leave on that sour note? Uh, no. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, talking of Double Barreled, uh, I am very pleased to announce that Ding is the official lager of uh, the goal of the see, the goal of the month competition. Nice. Uh, so we will be launching that this week. So get your videos in. Look out for that. Um, I'm really sorry. I am going to have to jump off uh, actual work calls, um, and uh, I can only apologise for everything that's happened uh, so far that I've messed up so um i'll leave you two guys to it and uh, i'll speak to everybody later well cheerio tom uh <laughs> not sure we have too much more we've uh, gone through most of the things in our list but any games you'd be looking at this weekend abby outside of the ascot one 
Um, I, I actually probably would tick off that Barts County one as well. I think that's quite, yeah, they're having an exciting season. It's a little one-two at the top at the moment, isn't it? In Division One with Sandhurst number one and yeah. Barts County number two. So I think that could be an exciting rivalry happening in the county this season. So, um, yeah, I think I'd probably be tempted to go there as well, to be fair. Absolutely, yeah. Those two teams looking really good, both scoring a lot of goals. Uh, Sandhurst at home to Brookhouse uh, on Saturday. So if you uh, fancy going to see either of those sides um, or any other of our Berkshire sides, get on over to the Football in Berkshire website where you can find all the fixtures and uh, pick a game that's good for you. Okay. Uh, well, as Tom's gone, Abby, why don't you do the uh, plugging for the social media and all of that? I'll uh, let you... Uh, tell everyone where to find all our output noted i'm just going to do another plug just before that as well um so people may have seen that caversham united have released a delicious kit uh with their new charity partner sport in mind so sport in mind are a local berkshire mental health charity and they are rightly so here there and everywhere with people um lots of people are jumping on on the on board um with them so uh, they've partnered up with bucks bucks county fa as well which is really exciting but yeah so Cavisham have released a um shirt with them um in conjunction with their striker joe hales um you should go and check him out actually on social media so he's been very candid about the fact that um during lockdown he, he tried to commit suicide and so um thankfully he's still here with us and so they wanted to do something in order to um kind of honor that i suppose so yeah they've they've um with phantom who is one of their sponsors they've uh decided that they're gonna release a charity kit and we at football in berkshire have got the final kit that was released so they they did a sort of deadline thing you can only get it for a month and we've got the final one so if you head over to um football berkshire and then find our ticket pass um, you can buy the shirt. Essentially, we're raffling one off. Uh, it's just three pounds a ticket, so absolute bargain to win that win that shirt. And all of the all of the proceeds go to charity. So obviously to support in mind, but also a few of our nominated charities as well. So absolutely get involved in that because it is a, a dreamy looking shirt. Um, but yes, so in terms of our social media, you can head on over to search for us for Blue Berkshire, and there's also FIB Women. We're on Instagram as well. We're also on Facebook. Tom's also got on with our LinkedIn these days as well. So we, we also are here, there and everywhere. So yeah, head over to any of those. And um, if you just want to head over to the website to see all of our our goodness, everything's kind of, it's the season now, isn't it? And uh, so there's lots of exciting stuff on there. So it's just www.footballinbarkshire.co.uk. Very good and well done. All right. Well, that's about it from us. All that's left to say is thank you very much for listening. Uh, we've been the Football in Berkshire podcast. I have been your host, Rob Davis, and uh, ably joined as ever by Abby Tyshurst. Uh, so say goodbye, Abby. See ya. And it's goodbye from me as well. Ta-ra. <laughs>
Space Camp from the album Everyday Adventures by Reading's very own Rocket Kings, which you can find on Spotify and all good music outlets. Find Football in Berkshire on Twitter, Facebook and at www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330 118 that's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation and let them know Football in Berkshire sent you.